I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Pablo, first of all, thanks for the time. Uh, unfortunately, obviously the team lost, you know, a few key players, Bobby, Kapelhoff and Holt, uh, in this game, you've mentioned that trainings have been pretty intense to start the year. And I was just wondering if you thought that played a factor into any of the injuries we've seen thus far, or is it just bad luck? No, no, I think you got to train the way you want to play. And I think all these, uh, situations, you know, Holt's a plantar fascia. I mean, you could say it might be the hard field. Um, uh, Johan was dealing with a calf. A, a strain from playing the last game and um who else went out uh, oh, uh bobby sorry in the pregame oh yeah and bobby yeah yesterday was uh bobby felt his hamstring uh tighten up those are all different and i i think they're unique to to their own bodies and and kind of what they're experiencing but uh but again, I think, uh, like I said, I think in order to play a certain way, you got you got to train a certain way, and I don't think that had anything to do with these injuries. All right, Tom, we'll go to you. You know, Pablo, uh, losses obviously sting, but at the same time, that kind of inevitable. You, you're probably going to have a few more losses throughout the season. When you lose in in this fashion, where you were probably the more dangerous team throughout the game. It, it, does that is that does that mean anything to you? Is that is that a good way to lose if there's such a thing? Um, yeah, no, I think like I just told the guys, you can control performances. You can control how you perform as an individual. You can control as a collective how we perform as a team. What you can't control is results. And if that ball bounces a different way, um, you know that they're they're not getting on the end of that. Um, however, leading up to that, that play in particular, I think there's two or three situations that I think we need to clean up and, 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 and get better at. Um, but again, I think we created uh, enough chances to, to, to get, to get on the board. Um, but I think the way the guys manage the game and, 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 and kind of, um, again, it feels like every game we're going into that we, we're playing with a purpose. We're playing with, uh, the mentality to win the game. And I think the guys executed, really well tonight um a bit unfortunate to come away but like you said um i think this is one of these games where you can build on it um and, and continue to improve as a group and 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 hopes that the next time we find ourselves in this situation we're, we're on the other side of the result um and then i guess you mentioned a few of those things you could have cleaned up prior to to the goal i i imagine one of those maybe was the aggressiveness of, of Everton Louise to come at Johnny Russell. Um, how, how do you handle that? Because a lot of the time it, it, it works out for Everton, but on this occasion it doesn't. So do you kind of just let him play with instinct or do you, do you try and rein him back in, in moments like that? Because there was probably no need for that. Right, right. No, I, I think um, it, you definitely have to allow players uh, to play 
the way they feel. Um, however, I think especially in moments like this, um, later on in the game, there's got to be an understanding of how aggressive I can be and and then understanding that if I am aggressive, um, how to deny the, the more dangerous option. Um, so again, I, I think those are those are different moments and and those are individual decisions. Um, but again, it, it was a tough game to come into. It was really um, just standing there. It was a lot of you know. It was it was fast. It was hectic, um, and so those are tough games to come into. So we'll sit back and watch the tape and and, and see where we can't make incremental improvements, uh, both tactically um, and some individual stuff to, to, to you know, to, in hopes that, uh, you know, we, we, we don't find ourselves in the same situation again. Um, are you, are you going to have enough center backs to play next week? Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, I've never seen anything like this. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, we might have to bring uh, one of our outside backs in to, to to somehow build a three um but then that leaves us exposed in in in, in the wide areas as far as who's gonna do that uh i don't even want to think about that yet tom i want to kind of digest this game but but you're i mean you bring up a valid point i don't know and and the timeline for these guys doesn't look like it's going to be next week as far as returning um so we're gonna have to concoct something and uh and you know throw it whatever we can at it and then lastly from me, and I assure I'm not trying to get you into, into any trouble here, but I did think it was strange when the referee blew for offside um, when Sergio finished that chance. I think Johnny Menendez was the one that, that set him up. Did, did you have a word to the fourth, fourth official, part of me, and did they say anything about that? I haven't seen that happen. Um, no, uh, no. They're, they're kind of explaining, uh, you know, that there are a lot, they, they want to delay the uh, offsides call before um or after after the the player shoots it which is really interesting to me um and um obviously there's a lot of things that can happen between the time the offsides is called and 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 the player shoots it even from an injury perspective you know people colliding and stuff so it's an interesting rule um i didn't necessarily talk to him about that one but there are a few other occasions where it 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 did come up all right ethan Hey, Pablo, thanks for your time tonight. Um, Despite the one mistake and the goal allowed in this game, um, and I'm going to point out specifically Johnny Menendez, but there were a couple different guys who seemed to be sprinting for a majority of this entire game. Um, The intensity, I would say, was definitely there for the guys. So I guess throughout the first several games of the season, even pointing to this game as well, is it fair to say that these guys aren't just fighting for RSL, but they're also fighting and giving 100% for each other? Yeah, Ethan, I, I think so. You know, we have we have a really tight knit group um, and everything we do, uh, the team comes first. Um, and, and, you know, to your point about Johnny, um, you know, he hasn't been getting as, as many opportunities, but every Tuesday and Thursday he stays after and he does extra fitness on his own, uh, obviously with our with our strength coach. Um, and that to me is an excellent reflection of the type of character that we have on this team. And And Johnny. I thought was really, really bright tonight. He got into some great, great spots. Um, you know, obviously had a chance to, to bang one, maybe two uh, into the back of the net. Um, but again, the work that he did off the ball, pressing, um, receiving the ball, turning, running at defenders, I thought he was really bright. And I think when you have players that come in um, who haven't played in a bit and, and perform like that, it breeds competition in the group. It's, it's, a, it's a natural thing. Everyone's watching. Everyone understands like, wow, when I, take, when I get my chance, I have to do something with it. 
And I think Sergio and, and, and Johnny were really bright tonight. All right, we'll finish with you. Pablo, I wanted to ask you about Hostia Rosco. We saw him make his debut for the club. He's a young buck, but how did you think he performed? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think he held his own. Um, obviously, coming into this game, you know, the, 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 the jump and level is, is, is a huge jump. Um, and obviously, you're going up against some of the, the, the best players in, in Major League Soccer uh, that, that have technical ability and pace. He's got to make decisions so much faster than he would um, where he's been playing. Um, and so, you know, I think for, for a young player to come in at halftime in a game that was very high tempo, very uh, aggressive, uh, I, th- I think he held his own. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's a good starting point, good foundation for him to really build on. We'll sit back and, and look at some individual clips. Um, but, but again, I think, um, you know, I, it's, it's, it's great to have guys, especially younger players that, that jump into games like Chris as well, Bodie, uh, you know, last weekend and, and contribute in the way that they have. Um, and that again says to me, that these guys are all in and they're willing to do whatever it takes to uh, take for the team. And quickly, how nice was it to see both Demir and Rubio get back out there? Yeah, it's, it was actually quite strange. You know, I think the last time they were on the field together, um, you know, uh, well, actually it was Portland, but, it, you know, we, there was a big game here. Um, so seeing both of them, Rubio still getting up to fitness, you know, Dami just trained with the team yesterday for the first time, wanted to give him a couple of minutes, but again, don't want to risk, him getting hurt. Um, so it, it's, it's exciting to have more and more players come healthy as we continue to lose players. Um, but again, I, I think they, they came in and, 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 and did a really good job. And, um, you know, I think we're, we're starting to see a bunch of different pairing options and, and, and possibilities moving forward. And obviously having Dami as the captain back on the field, I think is really important.